How y'all doing? Um, welcome to Sinitra's podcast, and it's called How Y'all Doing? And the purpose of this podcast is for the one person out here who needs to hear whatever information we're given, to fellowship, to laugh, and my greatest point is to break generational curses. And what I mean by that is the curse of not dreaming and not trying to live your best life. So I'm very, very excited today because I have a photographer on here who I love and admire. And she is going to talk about something that I had actually never heard of before until I saw it. And it's amazing. Her name is Kenji Ono and her site is Tara Kenji Photography. Is that correct? Yes. I'm going to spell that out because y'all are going to want to know this and we're going to spell it out a lot of times. So spell it for me, Kenji. It is T-A-R-A-K-E-N-J-I and then photography spelled the regular way dot com. Perfect. And I also have on the line Holly, who will be our co-host today. So I'm excited to have her. We've been working hard on at some point getting a podcast together. So God told her and he nudged me and here we are. So, <laughs> Hello. Um, my favorite question is, I'm going to start with you, Kenji. How are you doing today? How y'all doing? I'm breathing. <laughs> I love the one word answer. It's like, nope, just one word. How you, how you doing? Holly, how are you doing? I am doing as old people used to say, fair to middling. Oh, yes. <laughs> And yeah, I'm about the same fair to meddling, fair to meddling. So um, as I started off with the introduction of Kenji Ono, what I know about her photography, and I'm definitely going to let y'all hear from her. um, Kenji Ono is my sister, just so everybody knows. And two, I've been able to sort of, even beyond our sisterhood, follow her career in photography. And she does a very creative thing and it's called conversation photography and what I see in Kenji's pictures always amazes me because she is the only photographer that I've seen that can actually capture the energy of a situation I oftentimes see the artistic of a situation in photography you know what I mean Holly where it's really artistically done but like you'll with Kenji's pictures, um, you can look at her picture and you pick up the mood of that picture. It's 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 hard to explain until you experience it. So I'm going to let Kenji give you a way better definition than that <laughs> of conversation. Your definition was actually perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want you to tell more about it and how you came into it. So I've been taking pictures for as long as I can remember. I grew up with a dock room in my home as a child. Um, And I didn't find pictures amusing then. They irritated my soul because my dad was very specific as he is to this day when he looks at my pictures. You have to have the perfect lighting. You have to have your subject in a perfect stance. As I came back into it this time, I didn't see it the same way. I didn't see it as... It needed to be perfect because then it was a fake picture because you are posing the subject, you are imitating light, and nothing in the picture is real. Everything is imitation. So I started doing what made me happy when it came to my pictures. And along with doing that, 
my sister-in-law, who has given me permission to actually mention her, um, went through some things and she didn't want to take pictures anymore. And I said, you know what? We're going to go have a conversation and we're going to take some pictures. We're going to talk and we're going to take some pictures because you used to love pictures. So she and I, we walked on a military base on the water in Washington, D.C., which is where her military career was taken from her at. Um, we walked and we talked and when I took pictures as she talked to me. And some of the questions were very basic. So, Holly, I don't know a lot about you. I think I've only met you online like this once. So I'm going to use my sister if you don't mind. Um, one of the questions, if I was talking to my sister and we decided to do this, my question would be, what would it look like for you to do your dream podcast? What would that be? Who would the person be on the other end that you would be interviewing? And that's a conversation. But as we're conversating, I'm still taking pictures. So I'm not going to stop looking through my lens because I'm going to tell her story of where she is, where she wants to be and how she plans to get there through my lens. With that, it's no stand here, turn your head to the right. Um, and when you see some of the pictures, you'll notice that people are staring off into space. Um, and one picture, my sister is praying. Um, and another picture, my daughter is running away. <laughs> So my daughter not paying attention and she's I'm asking her, can you explain to me what happened or how would you trying to get out the door? And she was running from a situation. And I took a picture as she was trying to show me how she was running away. Um, and my daughter was running away because she didn't want to have to deal with her past. Um, mm. So once I showed her that picture in the mannerism of how I edited it, um, it took on exactly what she was running from. Um, in my sister's case, I asked her, I, I call her my sister, but she's my sister-in-law. I asked her, I was like, okay, yeah, the military took something from you, but look at all you've gained. And we started talking about what she's gained since the military. And there's a picture where she looks back behind her because my question was, how do you feel that you've walked away from that? And the way she looked back over her shoulder to look at the military base, I was able to catch her just as she was turning around. And the picture was, I'm done with you. And when she got the picture, she literally has it up over her mirror in her bedroom. And when she wakes up in the morning, she reminds herself, I'm good. I'm over that. I can keep moving forward. My daughter's husband keeps her picture in the house because every time she wants to quit on something, he's like, Oh, you running again, you running again. Mm -hmm. So, um, it is a different people say, Oh, I've never heard a conversation photography to be honest. Neither had I until my sister was in pain and I needed a way to help her. And then I just discovered that I could do this with a lot of people. There's a lot of people that need a conversation, and that's where it came from. I, uh, you know, I love that's that. That's powerful, right? Um, I think it has a lot to do with not wearing a mask when you take your pictures, like you said, not prepping, and it's being your your authentic self and having a conversation, a non-judgmental conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, that makes it 
even better. It's nobody there that you have to edit your words and worry about what you're saying. It's you and the camera, basically. Absolutely correct. And one of the things that we discuss in them is these pictures are for my clients. They're not for me. So if a client grants me permission, yes, I will post their picture. If a client does not grant me permission, I do not. Because again, in most cases, this is a healing process for them. So I'll have clients that'll be like, okay, well, how about you post? I want you to post some pictures because I want, you know, pictures to be seen, but how about not this picture? And I'm okay with that because there are some pictures. Um, my older sister, she is yet to look at her pictures, nor is she yet to finish her session. Um, me and my older sister started her session a year ago and it was in confidential. So I'll never say what it was about, or what it's in reference to. Um, but she is yet to see those pictures um, and she's yet to finish her session. And in the middle of the session, she asked, could we stop? I said, yes. She said, I don't want to see those pictures and I will let you know when I feel that I am ready to finish. And that's okay with me because that's a starting point. Uh, you that's know, that, really interesting. That That's you saying, I still got some more dealing to do before I can finish this. And it's interesting because it's sort of, well, not even interesting. I just can't pick another word. It also has to do with um, breaking generational curses in people yes. and giving them a safe place to, to see when you're hurt, to see your face when you're hurt. Because none of us really look in the mirror mm -hmm. when we're hurt. Um, heck, when we're full of joy and we're full of dreams, we rarely ever go to a mirror and see what that looks like. You can feel it, but to your your countenance does change when you're yeah. happy. Your shine is better. Your glow, when I think about this podcast dream, my smile is brighter. Um, and when I think about where I fail, it's dark. But I want to know what that looks like, too. Because mm -hmm. like you said, it's a part of the healing process. Um, how can people find out about how to book a session with you? What does all that look like? So I am blessed. I have a complete full website. Um, I do do other pictures as well, you know, seniors, families, things of that nature, but conversation photography is listed on my website. So it is an opportunity for people to go on there and physically choose conversation photography. The difference in choosing conversation photography on my website versus choosing one of my other sessions is um, normally I ask you to fill out a form about what you want as far as if it's your senior portraits, are you a part of a team, are you this, are you that, if it is a family portrait, how many people, if it is conversation photography, it's going to be a phone call and we're going to have a conversation. And the reason why we have a conversation is because we have to want I'll go with the one that I'm getting ready to do. Um, her safe place is her grandmother's home. So she has decided that she wants to do her session at her grandmother's phone, at her grandmother's home. Um, and she's choosing that because letting go of her hurt, her pain, and one word you've been using, Nene, is generational curses, is that's what's her safe haven. So in our conversation of talking back and forth, of where, how, and what she wants to address, 
we came up with, okay, so we're going to do this at your grandmother's home. So it can't be a form that you complete online. It has to be an actual conversation of what is it that you want to address. Um, another one I did, she wanted to deal with turning 35 and where she felt she should have been versus where she feels like she's going versus what people perceive her to be. Wow. Um, when she chose that, I told her about a place in D.C. that no one knows is even D.C., which is underneath a bridge here called the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. Um, no one knows Wait, that is D.C. So that was about perception. People assume <laughs> that it is in the state of Virginia and is actually a part of the capital of the United States of America. So I was a someone else at my spot. Is that I saw you try to breeze by that. Is somebody else going to my favorite spot? <laughs> Um, I would like to have mine there, please. <laughs> you so, said it's smooth. And I was like, oh, I wonder where they're going to be. And then I was, Wilson, that's my spot. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful place. And I I never, you introduced me to that place. And you, I can't think of the name of the park right now. But you're right. That's why I love what you do. Because not only do you you hear the conversation and you mentally think, where should they be? Where is a place of transition? Or you give them the opportunity to be at their grandmother's house. That is outstanding. It, um, I think one of the biggest things we've lost, and I know we talk about identity all the time, mm -hmm. but true identity, not so much how you want the world to see you or what you want the world to call you, but being blessed in how you see yourself and you bring that out in the pictures. It's not just a pretty picture. Um, like, yeah, it's hard to explain because until you experience it, and I really do hope all, do you have a business number? Yes, I do. What is that? My business number is actually 240-619-9314. I have a question for Ms. Holly. I have one for you too. <laughs> okay, I'm going to let you go first because you're the co-host. I'll let you go first. Okay, so I work in the mental health and substance abuse field. Mm -hmm. And when you told me, when you said that you allowed her to stop her session and always in our field, we're always trying to push to get the next like, let's go to the next step. Let's go to the next step. We never want anybody to just stop. Mm -hmm. Well, let them pause, but not stop. And I just think that's so interesting. So they're I agree healing on their own time. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. Um, if I was a licensed psychiatrist, mm -hmm. I would probably not stop. Um, I am a photographer that is allowing someone to basically vent to me to relieve themselves of what they're trying to walk away from, what mm -hmm. they're trying to learn to accept and move on from, or what they're trying to heal from. In my case, um, I'm actually getting ready to do a self session. Um, and my self session is I got to let go of a lot of bad stuff that's in my head. Um, mm. I've come a long way um, from where I was. Um, 
but I still have a longer way to go. And with that, um, a friend of mine was like, well, you're, you're getting ready to do this. So I'm doing a thing called um, perception of the image. Mm. And in doing that, she was like, so are you going to be a part of this? And when she said that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for my own bad. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I decided that this week I am going to address myself. I am going to be in one of my favorite resorts. I am going to sit on the dock of the bay. And Kenji is going to do a photo session with Kenji. And I am going to probably be a basket case and need a bottle of wine when I'm finished. But I'm going to do it. And the reason why I'm going to do it, because I want to continue to grow. And as long Mm -hmm. as I keep holding this stuff in my head, I'm not going to grow. I'm going to stay stagnant. And God didn't put me here to be stagnant. He has given me something that other people would love to have. So why would I not want to use it? This is so intriguing to me because I would immediately jump on that. Whereas where I've gone to therapy, because I'm in the field, I know what they're going to say to me. And, you know, I can tell anybody to come to therapy. I can help my clients come to therapy. But I see the releasing and the healing and I don't like taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Hate taking pictures. Would do this in a heartbeat. <laughs> right? Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, wow. So Holly, on that yep. note, <laughs> since you just said you would do this in a heartbeat, are you in the Charlotte area? I am. Then we will have to talk after this because I would love the opportunity to show you what this is. I would love the opportunity to see it. <laughs> so, I mean, I you just told me you're in the field. So in your case, you have a lot of other people's stuff. This yeah. for you. So there's times where you have had a day. And you may have had, I mean, a day out of the last five years. This day has been worse than anything you've dealt with in the last five years. COVID has taken us to a whole new place of stress. And you could be in a space on that day that we talk, whereas what you decide you want to address may not be your original conversation. You could get there and say, you know what, Kenji? I've had a bad day and I really need to let go of this. This is what I need to discuss. I need you to hear this. My response Mm -hmm. is okay. But as we talk, as you vent, as you move forward, I'm going to still be asking you questions. Well, why did that patient stress you? Why did you allow that patient, that specific patient to take you there? What was different from him, from the four others? (laughs) Those questions lead to more things being said between you and I. People are like, oh, well, you don't know the industry. It's not about knowing the industry. It's about listening and hearing what the person is telling you. I love that. Listening. If a person is telling you, I'm hurting because we're going to go with me. I'm hurting because my mother felt the need to tell me I can't call her mommy anymore. 
that is a huge struggle for me. A huge struggle. I got to let that go this week. That's not something I can continue to hold on to. But Holly, with me telling you that, what would you say back to me? You don't know me. You don't know my situation. You don't know my mother. But I'm telling you a 100% truthful statement. Two weeks ago, my mother told me, I can't call her mommy anymore. What do you say back to me? Um, I, I would pause and wait for you to go to wherever you needed to go to. But I don't go anywhere. That's the end of my statement to you. And that's the one thing with that in taking photography and handling that question is how your light changes. Correct. I have to believe that you're going to be darker in that moment. Exactly. And then if I bring up your grandchildren or a funny time that we've had together, your, your look changes. Right. It's almost like how people lightly say, you know, smile when they see you. But when you see somebody who's frowning or not even frowning, they just have a, a focused mug on their face. And you're like, hey, it's a <laughs> smile day. And they smile and you're like, that person just had like their whole, everything changed. They just got brighter just because I said, hello, you should smile. Exactly. And that is I think the power, when you can go from the front of your photo album of the book that you order from Kenjiono at <laughs> that you order. The book isn't done see, yet. The book isn't done yet. It's going to be. <laughs> you can go from the front of the book and you can see where you were hurt. Then you can actually see how joy changes your whole look. I think that is the greatness in what you do. Yes, um, I agree. Right now we are at about 25 minutes. So I want to make sure I ask you one thing because I thought, uh, I think about legacies. Um, I think about generational curses in a different way now. It's not just, oh, single moms. It's not just my family has divorced. It is things that whatever is going on with how you were raised that maybe are not so normal um, or not even not so normal but you, it's time for you to be the one who does something different. For example, everybody knows somebody, their mama went to their church, their grandmama went to their church, their great-grandmama went to their church. They make the same gravy, they make the same rice, and you eat the same chicken when you go downstairs. Yep. And you're like, mm, but I really don't feel like it, it's, it doesn't work for me. So to me, that is a curse to the extent that it feels like something you're obligated to just because of family. You have no connection beyond family mm -hmm. and so the same with following your dreams so kenji when somebody looks at your pictures and they're showing their family the pictures that you took of them 50 years from now um what do you want them to say about that conversation experience and what those pictures meant to them since i'm talking to you do i have permission to discuss yours to answer that question no <laughs> Yes. Wow. And let me tell you, because I want it to be, because I know how it makes me feel, but I want to know what value you want to have out of it on the other end. 
what and, and that's why I'm choosing you because choosing you will allow me to actually tell you about a picture that you're aware of. Okay. And then telling okay. you how I feel later oh. on down the road from now. Okay, I'm gonna be vulnerable. Fine. There's a picture of my sister. And we were having a conversation talking about her past and mistakes and yada, yada, yada. And she has a staff in her hand. And my question to her was, well, how do you feel now? And she takes the staff and she puts it out in front of her to hold. So what I did with her picture was it shows all the light coming out of her. But when you get to the staff, you see the light at the end of the staff and it's going through some trees. Do you know what picture I'm talking about? I do. <laughs> <laughs> when she wow. shares that with her grandchildren and her grandchildren see that picture and they're going to be like, oh, Jima, that's a unique picture. She is going to smile and say, whew, that's the moment that I realized that I am stronger than I thought. That is the moment I realized I cannot and will not be broken by any human here on earth. Yeah. That is the moment I learned I am me and I am good at being. We can say, Jesus, I remembered who the F I am. I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly that is, what it will be. Is when I when I look at that picture, I'm like, wow. Like, and that is the conversation that you're gonna have with your grandchildren. I love and that. Your grandchild is going to ask you questions and that's going to lead for a whole nother conversation of you teaching your grandchildren to let nobody steal your glow, to let nobody steal your shine, to let nobody steal your smile. And that's right. what I want people to see and to feel when they hold those pictures down the line to remember you made it through it. You made it on the other side and all conversation of photography is not sad. Some right. of it is because my friend, she wanted the Tesla. She is finally getting it. And she's, we're going to take a picture in front of my, I got to do this in front of my Tesla. Hers is going to yeah. be a joyous one. So 50 years from now, when a Tesla is a thing of the past and her grandkids look at it, she's going to be like, that was my dream car. And I got it. <laughs> and she's going to remember that. I love that. I reached my grandma. So, when I, you're talking, I'm like playing all the pictures that you took of me in my head. <laughs> and I'm like, that one I was powerful. <laughs> so uh, you're right you are you nailed it I'm sorry Holly um quick question and I don't not sure how much time we have I am a person that doesn't like to take pictures and and a hardest critic on myself so being able to be comfortable but being real how do you work with that person so now you're talking about me myself how am I going oh, to? Oh no, I'm talking about me, ma'am. <laughs> How would I work with you? Um, one, pictures don't have to be dead on. And you probably don't like pictures because you've been told the same way I've been trained that they need to be perfect. You're not perfect. God didn't make us to be perfect. He made us to have flaws. And once you can fall in love with your flaws, we can make it through the session. And when you see that they're not all head-on pictures, they're not posed pictures you will see a difference. And I'm always willing to show a picture, you know, look at yourself. And I'm going to always be honest with you about how you appear to me, because again, it is my perception. It is not the reality. It is my perception of you. Okay. So I am very open. I um, allow people to take a moment 
you know, if you don't, okay, I, I, gosh, I really don't think I can do this. Or you're, gosh, I don't like pictures. Okay, let's take a moment. Let's look at ourselves because I keep a mirror with me during my sessions. Let's look at ourselves. Let's figure out what part of us we do like. And that's the part we're going to showcase. There's more to a photo than a direct photo of someone's face. But it's not the only aspect of a human. Wow. All right. Well, I I love this one thing. I really want to make sure. Can you say all of your information so that somebody, all the people who will want to find you to have this opportunity, how can they reach you? So my name is Kenji Yona. I am the owner of Tara Kenji Photography. It is T-A-R-A-K-E-N-J-I, photography spelled out, dot com. My telephone number is 240-619-9314. You can locate me there. And you can also see some of um, your pictures there as well, right? As well as on Facebook. On Facebook, it is Tara Kenji Photography. And on Instagram, it is through my eyes. But eyes is E-Z-E-S. Okay. All right, ladies. Well, I thank you. I thank you both for being available. Um, I honor you both for the opportunity to get to speak with you and to knock out another myth of women not being supportive of one another. Um, this is a fellowship time. This has been a safe place. So does anybody have like, I'm big on closing words. What would be your, your one word that you would bless, Kenji, that you would bless Hollywood? with what would be that one word holly after what you just told me my word for you is everything is perception mm. and holly what would you bless kenji with healer awesome um i'm gonna I'm pick two words i i bless you kenji with constant success um, Holly, I bless you with love and with peace. I'm picking two. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, your show, you can do that. <laughs> and um, I, with those words, I hope you carry them out today, throughout the week, throughout until we talk again. Because I believe that there'll be times where you don't believe in yourself or you don't think. Please remember this. Don't take words lightly. If somebody blesses you, it's because they meant it and they meant it from the heart. We always accept curses. We always accept negative talk. It's mm -hmm. time to start accepting blessings. Yes, so with that being said, I love everybody out there. I thank you for this wonderful generational curse breaking dream living moment. You have been listening to Sinitra McDuffie with co-host Holly McDonald and Kenji Ono, the best photographer I've ever met in all my life. And I hope you reach out to see what I see. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.